Well, good morning to you today. I hope you're enjoying this nice, brisk morning that we have. A little comfortable outside. Feels a little thick. I was hoping this rain was going to pass, but uh, I think we're going to get stuck with it. So for uh, today, May 20th, looks like it's going to be rain. Should be setting in here around noon. And uh, unfortunately, it's probably going to push off our Lady Vols softball game, which uh, if you didn't notice last night, they... They took the first game of the NCAA tournament rather well. 12 nothing run rule by the fifth. So uh, that was exciting, exciting to see. Our men came out uh, in South Carolina last night and won their first opening of the series 5 to nothing. But in case you need something to do this weekend, there is, as always, plenty going on. We have the sixth annual Beaver Creek Flotilla puts in at the Powell Landing behind Powell High School and gets out in Carnes at Roy Arthur Park. Gates are open now, and the float starts at 9.30. The Outdoor Knoxville Adventure Center is hosting a sunset paddle down the Tennessee River tonight at 7. That sounds pretty cool, actually. That'd be pretty awesome. And if you want to do either of these events, but don't feel quite up to it yet, the American Canoe Association is teaching Kayaking 101 classes all day at Seven Islands starting at 10 o'clock. For more information on all the events happening around town today, go to visitknoxville.com. That's visitknoxville.com. You know, I sense a little theme today with all these canoes and kayak activities. So let's talk about summer plans and what you can do for fun when the kids are out of school next week. Can you believe Wednesday's the last day of school for Knox County? My kids, we, we're in Loudoun County, so we're done. We're out enjoying summer already. A lot of uh, a lot of people will be heading to the beach. That's pretty cool. But isn't it even more cool to get some rays and splash, splash around your own backyard, community pool, whatever it may be? My first guess is the guy that you need to know when it comes to backyard pools he is none other than Tony Campbell, owner of Campbell's Pool and Spa. Hey, good morning, Tim. Tony, how are you today? Hey, good morning. I'm great. How are you? Man, I, I'm absolutely beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. As we were talking a little beforehand, I don't have a pool anymore. and We have a community pool. And I don't have to take care of it, so I love it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's probably because I didn't know you then, right? Pro- pro- very well possible. You, you know, we were, we were just, we were talking a little bit earlier, and uh, one of the things that I think probably happens more so than not is those that get discouraged with their pool or their spa comes down to an educational value and, and knowing how to take care of it and, and well using the sources available to them to fix it. Uh, I know I've, I've used your, your retail uh, conglomerate uh, pool works. Uh, you know, you just take them a sample of the water and they can tell you what to do to fix it. But it seems like, People are stubborn like me. Well, everybody's got a better way, right? <laughs> or they got a brother or an uncle that knows this. We deal with that a lot. <laughs> YouTube. I mean, YouTube's going to fix it. Yeah. Just, just put some, uh, what, what, just put some vinegar in it. Yeah. That'll fix it. Yeah. Throw uh, some bleach in there. That's right. There you go. Yeah. That'll be great. That'll be great. Well, y- you know, l- let's talk a little bit about, you know, some of the, the new technologies and a lot of what we're seeing. Of course, we hear a lot now about salt. Mm. Um, salt pools, salt water, 
the filtration systems, et cetera. So I, I guess what I want to know, why has that become such a huge, uh, I guess, a huge talking point in the pool world? Well, salt's not new. It's like bell-bottom jeans that just came back with a better marketing strategy, right? <clears throat> so, you know, back 40 years ago when salt came out, um, it was pretty popular for a little while, but it didn't have the marketing to really take it to where it needed to go. Um, so, you know, yeah, salt salt is a big thing now, big, big con- uh, controversial subject when it comes to swimming pools. Uh, people seem to think when they have saltwater pools, they don't have a chlorine-style pool. So in our world, on the building side and the and the retail side, we have to know all aspects of the installation, after installation, how to maintain it. Because, you know, we're dealing with a lot of pools that we're not building or servicing that people are coming in very confused. And we have to be able to help them on the retail side on understanding what they've got. Mm. And that's the biggest thing. Once they understand what they've got, then they can take it from there. Pictures, right? Pictures are worth a thousand words, aren't they? Yeah, Pictures. And you would not believe how many conversations I've had with people that will argue that they do not have a chlorine pool. They have a saltwater pool. So that really tells me how much they know about what they're doing sure. in that initial conversation. Right. And so, and again, and I'm no professional <clears throat> here, and I will show my own ignorance, but my understanding is is through this process is it it's basically a chlorination generator that that's essentially being produced through the filtration. Is that's that- exactly right. So you've got uh, – on a saltwater pool, you know, people are dumping three, four hundred, five hundred pounds of table salt, not water softener salt, table salt, into the pool, and then it <clears throat> it liquefies. And you, you, a swimming pool with salt runs about thirty five hundred parts per million. Okay, our body has about four thousand to forty four hundred parts per million. The ocean is forty four thousand parts per million. Mm. So in a saltwater pool, you you should not be able to taste the salt. Right. Uh, you're basically swimming in a saline bottle. Mm-hmm. Um, but as that the salt crystals go through this chlorine generator at the equipment pad, it's got a um, a bunch of titanium plates that that energizes the salt crystal. So as the salt crystal comes in one side and it's being energized by these titanium plates, it comes out as a chloramine or a chlorine gas on the other side. So essentially with swimming pools, it's a three-step process. You have a sanitizer, an oxidizer, and an algae side, right? So back when we were kids, we had chlorine tablets. We'd throw in a cup of chlorine shock and then we'd have some algae side right so it's the same technology the only difference is the salt system makes the tablet so you don't have to worry about putting a tablet in your chlorinator your skimmer whatever you may be so it's making chlorine the downside of that is the chlorine that is producing is making a ph of about 12.0 which is very corrosive scales very much Mm -hmm. so you've got to be able to put another product in there to keep that at your pH neutral 7.0, 7.2, which is muriatic acid. So you got all these housewives or moms out there or daughters, kids, whoever it may be, dumping muriatic acid in this swimming pool, not knowing what they're dealing with, right, and bringing this pH down. So it, it gets very interesting. And we see a lot of um, things happening with salt, what it does after that process of making chlorine not only do you have a a high ph but you've got the electrolysis as these Mm -hmm. plates are energizing this salt crystal it's putting electrolysis out in the water 
So now you got this stray electricity out there. Interesting story. Um, we built a project uh, last year near the uh, TVA towers, the um, power towers. You know, you've got these setbacks. Right. Yeah. And I was talking to the guy from TVA and <clears throat> telling him what we're doing, and we have to give have it surveyed by them, and you got elevations, all the things. He goes, listen, I don't see a problem putting a pool here, but you cannot use salt. I said, why? He goes, because of electricity that the salt puts off mm. will interact with the power of these yeah. electrical towers. Turn into a conductor. Absolutely. And I thought, wow, I didn't think about that. Huh. So, uh, you know, you, you get into grounding issues, and you got uh, sacrificial anodes. There's just so much chemistry that has to happen with salt that people don't have a clue what they're doing. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's what those machines are for, Tony. That's what they're for. All right. So if your head's spinning like my head is, and and you're wondering, uh, what, why did I sleep through that chemistry class in, in high school or wherever you may have had it? Hey, if you've got questions for Tony about your pool or spa, give us a call or text this morning, 865-656-8255. That's 865 865- Six five six eight two five five. We'll be right back here on Around the House on News Talk ninety eight seven WOKI. And welcome back to Around the House. If you're just joining us, I have in studio this morning Tony Campbell from Campbell's Pool and Spa. You, uh, if you're listening, there is no doubt you have heard that name before. Uh, most all of us know of Campbell's Pool and Spa around town. Uh, Tony, how long have you guys been here in business? Well, fa- my family's been uh, doing pools since 1969, and then sure. I opened up Campbell's in uh, the winter of 93, so 30 years this year. Wow. Well, congratulations. Thanks. I mean, that is that – look, it, it, it's easy to, to start a business, right? Yeah. It's hard to keep a business. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> It just is, you know, and the reason, but some of those things are, is it's, it's how you handle service. Mm-hmm. It's how you handle your customers and treat your customers. Yeah. And, uh, and obviously that's why so many people know of your business mm-hmm. is because they know that you guys are a, the standard for what we need, but B that you're going to be there. And, and I, I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you. I've called and reached out to your, your team before and, and, I didn't buy my products from you because most of them were inherited, you know, but uh, you guys have always been there to help. And and that's always, to me, is that's the biggest thing, right? Mm. It's the biggest thing. So uh, if you were listening in our first segment, we were talking about salt pools and, and kind of why the rage and, and where they came from. And as Tony explained, well, it's kind of like bell bottoms. They just came back with a better marketing strategy. Mm. I like that. <clears throat> so... We talked a little bit about the salt systems, kind of how they work, what they do. So I, I know, and I've had many of friends who their big deal is, is I'm going to convert my current pool to salt. Mm. Can, can you walk us through that process? Because to me, that just sounds like it's going to be a, a very tedious and, and to me, it sounds like it's going to take some time to get this to happen. Yeah, it's really not. Um, it, it, depending on the chemical product that you're using now, if you're using a chlorine, like a tablet or whatever, it's it's pretty easy. You're just, again, the salt makes the tablet. So when you quit putting the tablet into your vessel, whatever you're, you're doing, and you 
put a salt system on, really you're just throwing salt in the pool and producing the tablet again, right? So the conversion is not huge. Um, there is some things that we're seeing that's not happening. You know, I was talking mm-hmm. in the first segment about that uh, stray electrolysis. There's a product that we put in line. It's called a sacrificial anode, which is absorbing all of that stray electrolysis. So we get a lot of aftermarket people are just, you know, ordering online, putting salt systems in, YouTubing per your comment, <laughs> and about how to do it. And they're they're missing several steps. And so um, to convert, per your question, you're just simply installing a salt generator at the equipment pad, mm-hmm. getting your water tested, and adding the salt, and then you're continuing – the chlorine system mm-hmm. in your swimming pool. Right. <laughs> I love it. We're we're continuing your to chlorinate your yeah. salt pool. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it, but again, right? I mean, good marketing, mm-hmm. but you know, it, at the end of the day, uh, I know what I enjoy about like our community pool is it was converted to salt, um, and it seems like to me that. It is, it's less invasive as far as any of the chemical smells or mm-hmm. running into the fact that whoever's taking care of the pool this week, they put too much of this in, they took, you know. Mm-hmm. So it seems like there's a little more stability in the balance of the chemicals. Is that Would that be accurate? Well, you're continually producing chlorine. So therefore you're not when you, you know, running out of a tablet or whatever, you're having to put another tablet in it. This thing's always making chlorine. Just keeping it stable. Yeah. So that's kind of the thing. People look out their back window, they see their pool looks crystal clear. They're telling their neighbor, I got a salt system, I don't have to touch it. Mm. Um and then we get the call. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this what's going on? This is breaking. Why why is my concrete pitting? Why why is the coping flaking or why is it loose why why do i have this white stuff coming out of my tile why why is my plaster cracking i mean there's so many things that happens when that clear body of water Mm. is sitting in your backwater backyard that you can't see right um i will say this if you if you're managing your salt water pool like you're supposed to be it's a good product but 99 percent of the people don't I mean, it's like the new car. You get a new car, you wash it every week for six months, and you don't wash it for twice a year. Right. And so the way the swim pool uh, world works, the people with new pools, they're taking care of them, doing everything we're teaching them for the first year. Second year, it goes by 50%. And by the year three, you know, they're looking out the back window. It looks great. Kids are swimming. Um, but they're wanting to know why their eyes are itchy and they're burning and their hair turning green and but their water looks beautiful right well that's that's the problem we're running into with salt sure in, in uh, and i again i i've already confessed this to you but that was you know one of the things when we had a swimming pool i'd bought a house that had an above ground pool that was in it um and it and really i i kind of i went to a couple of places i went to your shop they gave me some good ideas but it was kind of like well it's, it almost seemed like I just needed somebody to come out, look at it, and tell me, because, you know, well, how many gallons is your pool? Well, crap, I don't know. It was in here when I bought the house. Right. You know, how do I figure that out? Well, you know, how big is it? Then you can do the math. And, uh, you know, uh, obviously, as you can tell, I'm not real good with chemistry. Uh, math is a good suit, but I just need the formula. <laughs> so, you know, it seemed like there was a lot of moving parts. And 
And it would just, it would get to the point in time, life is busy. And I'm like, okay, well, I need to do something to the pool. And I'd throw a little bit of this, a little bit of that. And, and like you said, you know, you might have some burning eyes for a couple of days, but hey, you, you know, you'd be all right. You'd be all right. <laughs> Shake it off, right? Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm old, right? <laughs> you know, sucking up buttercups, right. you yeah. know. <laughs> but, but that's not really the ideal way to do it. And, uh, I, I know, you, you know, you guys have a lot of tools mm-hmm. to help customers. I mean, obviously service, you can alleviate all these problems just by calling Tony and his team and they'll just come take care of it for you anyways, right? Yeah, we'll come out uh, weekly preferred, check the water, uh, vacuum, brush, you know, do all the things that we're supposed to do to maintain your pool, which we're telling the homeowners to do, right? I mean, it takes 15, 20 minutes a week yeah. to, to maintain a pool. It really does. Now, when you get a storm or or something like that, or you've got um, chemical issues because you've not been your job, normally when the pool gets out of whack, it's most of the time because somebody's not been maintaining it properly. Mm. You know, it, and you've got these one-offs where, you know, people don't understand when they're, they've got a boat and then they've got a pool. We've got a lot of that going on. Or, or the pool's built on a lake. People go swimming in the lake. They'll come back. They'll jump in the pool. They just brought all the algae, all the all the yeah. bacteria from the lake and their swimming trunks to the pool, and now they're fighting this uh, algae bloom that they're got, and they don't understand what happened. We run into that a lot. So, mm-hmm. you know, pools are very delicate uh, to keep them crystal clear. Right. Um, bodies of water that you have to be managing on a weekly basis for sure. Man, I remember when when I was growing up, we would. Uh, we would go to a community pool and before they would let you in a community pool, I'm going to tell you, they were, I mean, buddy, they were, they were strict. Mm. You, you had to shower before you hit the pool. I mean, they would not let you in. I mean, and, and to speak to kind of what you're, you're referring to is that, you know, you're bringing your, I guess I'm just going to say it this way, but we are bringing the imbalance to the pool Mm. when we get in it. Absolutely. You know, and, and a lot of that, just like with a hot tub, um, you know, and we're going to, we're going to talk about some hot tub stuff. I got, I'm going to tell you my hot tub story. You're, you, you may just get a kick out of it, but you know, our bodies are inducing so many different chemicals and so many different things into the water, right? We all know that our skin constantly comes off, right? Mm -hmm. We know that. Mm -hmm. So when you're in the water, it's no different. It comes off. Mm-hmm. So I I think in, in like with me, it's one of the things that I, I do pretty good with my hot tub now, but that's what I have learned over the years is that I have to be aware of I'm inducing the imbalance. Mm-hmm. And so after I get out of it, that's when I need to be mindful that, you know, like with the, the, the spa, you know, there's some stuff we can dump a little bit in there to after you get out and, um, I forget what it's called now, but you, you know, those are the little things that we think of. So when you have a swimming pool and you have a big pool party, well, what you normally do to maintain your, your pool versus after you just had 30 people mm-hmm. in your pool, it's going to be a little different that next week. Yeah, absolutely. It? It's called bather load. <laughs> absolutely. So, you know, we, we've always got to be mindful uh, of those different things and those different pieces. So, um, I, and I'm going to ask real quick. So how how busy are you now in the new construction world? I know, you know, COVID got here and everybody wanted a swimming pool. 
Yeah, uh, it's busy. It's crazy busy. But, you know, we're still not where we were pre-2008. You know, it's uh, as an industry in a whole, we're about 50% of where we were pre-2008. So the difference is um, we're extremely busy, but we don't have the help we need to help Mm. us overcome the busyness. So it's a different different world. Sure. Yeah. What – how how far – out are you guys on a pool start at this point if somebody came to you and hey we want to we want to do a pool yeah depending on the project we're we're probably eight to ten months out before we can start the process okay so it's come down a little bit right yes yeah because well you guys were running and and i don't know if if you ever shut yours off or not but i know a lot of companies shut them off and they were running almost 16 18 months yeah yeah no we we're we're one of the guys that build year round we have to i cannot convince the utility company to quit paying quit sending me bills in the winter but <laughs> so we have to pay them right but um no we build year round and we were probably 16 18 months behind at one point in time yeah well and again like i said i know that uh you know i mean going through what we went through as a nation and in, in dealing with uh covid and 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 all of those I, I know a lot of people decided that they were going to take on they wanted to, to build a pool mm-hmm. um because you know you couldn't go anywhere else and and you know so it, it's like everything right something good can come out of everything that happens mm-hmm. and uh obviously i i think that uh i think we learned how to enjoy each other in our own space a little bit uh, which I think is good. So, uh, pools and backyards and, and outdoor living, mm-hmm. uh, we all have always enjoyed that here in East Tennessee. And much like many others, that's, that, that's what's so attractive to, to so many. But uh, that's what's to me, I think, is one of the great things with you guys. I've seen many of your projects, actually. And, it, you know, you don't go into it just to put in a swimming pool. You know, mm-hmm. you're, you're creating an environment uh, an outdoor living environment and you know yeah i'm sure absolutely sometimes it's just we're just gonna go dump in a pool you know uh, but for the most part there is a lot more thought mm. that goes yeah. into that swimming pool as you mentioned you know understanding the electricity understanding the surroundings um, runoff is always mm. you know a, a contributor in um, i would imagine even having conversations about mowing your grass you know uh, are things that come into play so hey if you've got questions about your pool or if you want a pool or need to have your pool serviced give us a call give us a text 865-656-8255 i've got tony campbell here in studio he would love to answer all of your questions and get you on the right track for the summer to enjoy your outdoor swimming pool we're going to be right back here on Around the House in News Talk 987 WOKI. <coughs> Welcome back to Around the House. I am Scott Brokamp, founder and co-owner of His Security and Technology right here in knoxville tennessee and i am speaking with another local business owner mr tony campbell from campbell's pool and spa tony and his family have been here for many a years and as tony mentioned in one of our previous segments they are celebrating 30 years this year uh congratulations again tony that is that is a huge milestone 
for sure. Uh, again, if you have questions about taking care or maintaining your pool or spa, feel free to give us a call or text 865-656-8255. We would love to hear from you here this morning. Uh, so I alluded to it before we went to break that I had a spa story that I wanted to share. Um, and so, and I'm sure I may not be alone in this, but maybe may just be me. I'm weird. Um, so we, we had bought a new spa where we were living and we were, uh, I don't know, we'd had it maybe six months or so, and it was not in a permanent fixed location and it was somewhere that could be easily moved, et cetera. So we ended up, we started to build a house and we sold our house and went and moved into an apartment. And the people who bought our house made it clear they didn't want the hot tub. When we thought, well, that's cool. You know, we just bought it. We didn't want to get rid of it. And so I'm like, okay, so what do we do with this thing? You know, do I store it? Do I, what, what do I do? I don't know. And what little bit of knowledge I have, I'm like, okay, probably one of the worst things is going to be just have this thing sit somewhere. So I called up a buddy of mine. I said, Hey, you want to borrow a hot tub for about a year? Mm. He's like, sure. So I paid to get it moved over there and we got it set up and he kept water in it. I think that's about it. (laughs) Right. So we got in our new house. We got our hot tub back. We were so excited. Um, Got it all, you know, cleaned out, filled back up. Chemicals were right in it. And, man, it wasn't about a week later. It just, it it had a little aroma coming out of it. And and it just seemed like we could never, ever get it right. I just, we could just never seem to get it right. Could never get it balanced. Um, My wife had some issues when we would get out of the tub. I took water samples. Nobody really ever found anything because, think you know when you check them you're checking for levels you're not really kind of digging in or is there a parasite is there something in here um and, and so i i have i found a product that was kind of a flush that got in there and seemed i think there was some biofilm that was mm-hmm. basically in there and and i think i got that stuff out so um but i i, I guess for me in that situation how do you what's the best way to store a hot tub <laughs> Well, the flush part is important. I'm impressed that you know the word biofilm. I don't want to get to hear people know that word, so that's impressive. The um, so yeah, if you're going if you're going to when you drain a hot tub, you're just draining the the main body part of water. Mm-hmm. You're not draining the jets and the motors, unless you have a particular brand that does have a drain for that. So, if you're going to store it, I mean, just drain it. Take a shot vac, go over each jet, suck the water out of it. It wouldn't be a bad idea. It wouldn't. When you go to start it back up, you fill it up, you use the swirl away or whatever it was you bought. There's a product that flushes the pops and everything. And then you you drain it, do the same thing again, fill it, rinse, and do it again. So I know it seems like a lot, but it's going to prevent what happened to you. You know, There's a lot of things that can happen in a hot tub, a whole lot more than a swimming pool because uh, you're dealing with hot water. Bacteria loves warm water. Yeah, uh, hot tub for leaky loudest loves hot tub. So I mean, there's a lot of things that can happen in a hot tub. 
Yeah, well, you, I mean, you know, careful what you say here, Tony. <laughs> we, we've all heard those stories. No, uh, but you're right. You know, because again, it is it is a hot water, uh, and and it does it it breeds, uh, it it it's just a breeding ground ground for parasites mm. and, and and other things to form. Um, and, and I've always wondered, like, you know, we got this top and you keep this top on here all the time and it's just collecting this stuff, mm-hmm. you know? So I, I think to me, there's a lot to learn about really taking care of any of it, whether it's a hot tub, whether it's a pool, et cetera. But y- you know, I, I learned that the hard way about finding a good flush product. What, what's a good flush product? I just, I'm just going to ask because I, I'm going to tell you, I searched and searched and searched and I tried a couple and didn't really have many very good results. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, I don't even remember what the one is that I, that I bought, but you know, it was one of those Amazon searches and, and it had, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a review reader Yep. and, uh, it, it seemed to be, pretty good so i gave it a shot it worked well yep so uh i'm sure you guys sell one over there at pool works yeah uh swirl away it's, it looks like a blue product it, it works really well for us um i mean you could use a highly concentrate f- of chlorine or bleach or anything like that to kind of run through the pops uh to kind of clean them out uh, before you store it or after you get it out of storage but anything that you can do to get the water circulating uh do a high concentrate of chlorine or bromine whatever it may be you're using or one of those products that has some enzymes and stuff like that in there to to do would be good better than nothing right for sure right well uh i i will say i'm i'm grateful that we we finally got to the other side of that on ours Mm -hmm. uh and worked through it but you know again like i said it was it was a challenging process because i didn't really know what was wrong i tested the levels the levels were were testing good but we just knew we had a problem you know and uh, and, and that was it. I didn't, uh, I, 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 I pride myself on having some pretty good common sense, but apparently I missed it on that one because mm-hmm. the flush was really the key to, to getting that right. Um, but I am going to ask, uh, as far as that goes, you know, just like with swimming pools, uh, we hear uh, again, we've talked about the salt and the, <laughs> the making your own chlorine <laughs> from your, your salt, uh, system, but I know in like in the hot tub world, we've we've got the chlorines and then bromine and and then there's this Bacquasil, Um, There's other products that are out there as well. Um, is there anything really like people with sensitive skin? Obviously, you got to be careful in a hot tub because of the heat and the chemicals. But I know like Bacquasil is is claims to be a more gentler type of of chemical for your spa. Yeah, so Bacquasil's been out since the uh, late 70s, early 80s. Um, used to be a huge product in our market um, for alternative sanitizers. So the main ingredient in the Bacquasil line, which is the only true non-chlorine product that we can sell you for your hot tub or swimming pool, you've got hydrogen peroxide-based oxidizer. So as you know, peroxide's good, you know, and does depend on how you use it. So it's 27% that you're adding into your pool so it's a great oxidizer <clears throat> um and then the uh, the Bacquasil product itself the main ingredient in the Bacquasil, it's a big long chemical word that i'm not going to try to announce <laughs> but i can tell you it's, You've it's done so good so far <laughs> it's the same product that's in the bosch and lom contact cleaner solution so it's 95 percent less on eye and ear infection hmm. it's really soft it feels good for your skin 
um, great for sensitive skin, burning eyes, all those things, pH neutral. The downside to it, there's some water mold, going back to flushing those pipes, there's some water mold that can uh, create in the plumbing. So there's a product that Bacquasil started bringing out called CDX. So you, if you're going to use the Bacquasil product or the um, Soft Swim or uh, Spa Guard, whatever it may be, you just want to make sure you're using the full line and not just part of the line. So as testing's been done, if you're using the CDX, you're not having the water mold and the gunk that's built up on the filters like mm-hmm. we did in the 80s and 90s. And then and then it started coming out, and they, they went back to engineering and their chemistry labs and figured out, okay, well, they've got a, a solution for the water mold. So the CDX is something that needs to go with Bacquasil. Now, we saw that trend of Bacquasil kind of go out in the 90s and 2000s. as salt came up, and um, salt kind of you know, took the market by storm. And then everybody's looking for the easy button, yeah. right? Everybody's wanting, hey, what can I put on my pool? I never have to do anything. Well, right. unfortunately, there's not. There's <laughs> nothing that does that. But <clears throat> UV and ozone, uh, we, we introduced in this market about 15 years ago, has become really, really popular because the people with salt um, are thinking they have a maintenance-free pool mm-hmm. until it really costs them a lot of money to fix. So the UV ozone is kind of replacing that easy button to make it the probably the least amount of maintenance we could sell or put in, install on a swimming pool. So wh- what is what is that? Explain it's it's it lighting. Us. It's just light. So it's, it's a series of lights. So UV is ultraviolet lights. Mm-hmm. So you've got this canister that has ultraviolet lighting in it, bulbs. So water's passing by and it's, it's treating the water with ultraviolet lights, which is a great sanitizer. So there's your sanitizer. Remember me talking about the yeah. three steps? Yeah. So there's your sanitizer. It's it's creating a natural sanitizer for your body water, like kind of like an aquarium. Hmm. Then we're introducing ozone. So we've got a black light over here that we're pulling the CO3 off of and injecting it into the pool. There's your oxidizer. So we're oxidizing 24-7 naturally. We're treating the pool naturally with ultraviolet light. So now the third component would be what do we do for the algae side? So when we're installing this UV ozone, we have another product called the Frog System, which is a mineral system canister that has a zinc and silver capsule. So the water's being uh, uh, transferred through that. The silver kills bacteria, and the zinc is an algae side. So the zinc is is our algae side, and those capsules last about six months. Hmm. So therefore... You've got your sanitizer, your oxidizer, and your algae sat, and you're not having to do nothing. Wow. But alone, it can't do it. So you still have to have a little bit of chlorine. And the amount of chlorine that we're having to introduce is less than your drinking water. So it's 0.5 parts per million, which comes from the frog system. The thing about the UV ozone system that people don't understand is it's the only product that we have that will kill cryptosporidium. Now, cryptosporidium is the bacteria that comes from human waste. So when you go to the commercial pool or your HOA pool and it's closed down for 24 hours because some kid, you know, decided to had an accident Mm -hmm. and they shut it down 24 seven because you got to go through a series of, of chlorine, superchlorinating to kill it. Right. If you had UV ozone, it kills cryptosporidium immediately. So that bacteria, uh, so that's another big thing that, that Mm -hmm. we we're seeing. And it's, Man, it's pH neutral. It's there's not a negative. I have yet to find a negative. Wow. So there you have it. There's the there's the closest you're gonna get yeah. to a maintenance free swimming pool. Uh 
and you're just basically making it a natural process. That's exactly right. Which, quite frankly, to me is, I mean, it's it doesn't really get any better than that, right? Yeah. So, uh, hey, again, if you've got questions for Tony Campbell before he heads out here uh, this morning, give us a call or text, 865-656-8255. Maybe you just need to set up a service contract to have Tony and his crew come take care of your pool. Uh, they're happy to do that. You can check them out at CampbellPools.com. We'll be right back here on Around the House on News Talk 98.7 WOKI. Welcome back to Around the House. If you're sitting around your house today, maybe you're sitting around your pool. Maybe you're looking at a beautiful, sparkly blue swimming pool this morning. And you're thinking, man, how am I going to make sure I keep this thing working the way I need to for a long time to come? Well, you're in luck because we have Mr. Tony Campbell from Campbell's Pool and Spa right here in studio and uh, he's been spreading joy all morning, telling us exactly what you can do to keep your pool or hot tub in uh, in good working order. So, uh, Tony, thank you for joining us this morning. Um, other than your website, uh, again, that's campbellspools.com. So, Campbell's with an S, pool with an S, campbellspools.com. What's the best phone number to reach you guys at, Tony? Eight six five five eight four three six zero seven, and be sure you listen to the prompt so you get to the right place. Got to got to get to the right place yeah. as always. Uh, so, uh, Tony, be, before we kind of wrap up here this morning, um, I, I know that there seems to be an influx again of, of fiberglass pools, mm-hmm. uh, prefabs, premades. Um, it benefits, pros, cons. Um. Benefits would be <clears throat> typically their installations quicker, um, maintenance free. It's probably the least maintenance free we can build swimming pool wise because of the surface product, you mm. know, the fiberglass acrylics. Um, that would be the pros. The cons would be uh, color selection. There's probably only nine, but really I'm going to take that equation because the colors are pretty cool. <clears throat> Shapes and sizes, you're, you're limited to what the step configuration or the, you know, bench configuration may be, the depth might be. Um, and there's some other cons that I've heard from homeowners after, after the installation. One being the product is very slick. So when they go to step on it, you know, how yeah. can we fix the slickness? pools that we build we have the factory sand the steps down to help that have a grit to it but still it's a little slick uh and secondly when they jump in they hit the bottom it echoes like a bathtub i said well it kind of is a big bathtub i mean it's kind of what you got so but i will say if i was going to get into the business today it would be fiberglass pool repair um there's so many pools being built um if you you're seeing them on the interstate every day and there's so many people that don't have a clue what they're doing, putting them in, and um, just creating a, 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 a massive construction project in your backyard that's really going to be a lifelong thing because it wasn't done properly. We're seeing a lot of that going on right now. Well, and I would tell you, I, I spent some years living in southwest Florida, and uh, it, and they are very popular in southwest Florida. Mm-hmm. Very Because, you know, again, like you said, the installation is, is pretty quick and easy. Uh 
I think probably a lot of it has to do with the water table. Mm. Um, but I know one thing. You never want to leave one empty. That's right. <laughs> I mean, if you've never seen one pop out of the ground mm. before, it is kind of a sight to see. Mm. But uh, it is relying upon the weight of the water Absolutely. to keep that thing in place. Uh, I, I learned that. Mm. Uh, and most people only learn that from experience. So uh, I- interesting little tidbit. Uh, Tony, man, thank you so much for hanging out with me this morning. I really appreciate it. Again, if you have questions and need some help with your pool or spa, definitely give Tony and his team a call. Um, you can visit their retail uh, locations as well, which is Pool Works, mm-hmm. um, and they're there to be able to help serve you with all of your needs. Um, and so as we look at wrapping up our number one, as we have started doing here, <clears throat> we have the topic of the day. And Tony, this may interest you a little bit, being that we were talking a little bit. You mentioned you, you you're kind of a boat fella. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> today is National River Cleanup Day, and uh, if you've been listening uh, to this show regularly, you'll know that uh, we have great friends at Keep the Tennessee River Beautiful. Um, Kathleen Gibby is has always been a huge joy to have on our show, and and very enlightening. So, but we just we just got through talking with Tony about the importance of clean water in your pool. So there's a sunset paddle down the Tennessee river tonight. And that brings us to again, national river cleanup day. River cleanup day is a movement that began about 30 years ago to help keep America's waterways clean and litter free here in East Tennessee. We have keep the Tennessee river beautiful the first Keep America Beautiful affiliate in the nation to focus solely on a river. Um, I, I'm pretty sure I think Kathleen's going to join us at some point this morning here by phone. Uh, but if not, I, I will say this: um, when when I had when Kathleen was here on the show um, not long ago, she mentioned uh, a lot of well, kind of like Tony got into this chemistry stuff. Um, <laughs> And, and there's bioplastics that, that develop in our waterways. Um, and But just the amount of trash that her and, their, and her team actually pulls out of our waterways is absolutely phenomenal. Um, I have, and if I remember, I forget how many tons of trash she said that they typically bring out. But it is a volunteer type of organization. Again, that is Keep the Tennessee River Beautiful. And it encompasses uh, not just Tennessee. It encompasses um, roughly, if I remember correctly, I think she said they cover five or six different states um, following our rivers all the way down to uh, where they enter enter into the Gulf. Um, But just the amount of plastics that end up getting polluted into our waterways is just crazy and and it's not a lot of it is just we don't think of it right it's not like i was on the water and i threw something out of a boat or i'm on on the edge of the water so many things that when you deposit trash or things get loose they blow and you know where they end up they end up 
where the water goes. Why? Because everything naturally is designed to get water to run to those areas. And so when you're going about your day to day and you have a little something that you need to dispose of, make sure that it's securely in a disposal, uh, uh, container make sure it's in a good garbage can with a lid that is so important because again it ends up in our waterways so we're gonna uh come back and we're gonna talk a little bit more about today being national river cleanup day and uh i know it's nice and beautiful where you're at and and you can thank our friends at keep uh at keep the tennessee river beautiful We are going to be right back, and hopefully we'll get Kathleen on the phone. And we will uh, thank you again, Tony, for coming in and sharing with us your experience and your chemistry skills uh, about how to keep your pool beautiful, just as our rivers are as well. We'll be right back here on Around the House on News Talk 98.7 WOKI. Well, good morning to you. Welcome. If you were listening the first hour, you know we had Mr. Tony Campbell from Campbell's Pools and Spa in the house this morning. Um, and and before he left, as we uh, ventured into our topic of the day, is National River Cleanup Day. And as many of you know, one of our good friends from the show, uh, Miss Gibby is from Keep the Tennessee River Beautiful, and they are an amazing organization that really, uh, they do so much. They do so much to keep our waterways clean and clear uh, and, and enjoyable for all. Uh, and I mentioned before we went to break uh, that I couldn't recall how many states that they service, and it's actually seven states that they service. And, and when you think about that, just the amount of water and waterways that they are actually going through in, in helping to preserve and keep clean, uh, it's simply, it's really simply phenomenal. Um, uh, when, when she was with us on the show um, not long ago, I guess it's been a month or so ago, um, she talked about the, the boats and the, and the tons and tons of uh, waste that is is removed from our our waterways and our rivers and and when we talked about that you know it's again i i don't want people to get the impression that we're like oh you know everybody's a litter bug because it's not it you know it it's that when things are built and our our roads are constructed and neighborhoods are developed as everything is designed and built it is designed to have a runoff value and that runoff value is is to most importantly to get the water to run off but the thing is is that all these items get included in that water when it's running off and it ends up being pollutants uh in in our waterways so as you're out and about today just be mindful be mindful of the things that we do and uh well as as we talk about around my house be mindful of what and how you do because every little thing that you do always has a consequence and it always affects others and so we just want to be mindful of that today so uh i'm sure kathleen is is probably patrolling the waterways in her skiff right now and um and and is 
is really seriously making an impact for us to enjoy the beautiful water that we have here in East Tennessee. So, um, you know, I wish I could tell you that it was going to be a beautiful, sunshiny day today. Um, and unfortunately, it doesn't look like it's going to be. Um, uh, and, and my little girl has, we have a softball tournament today and I'm hoping we get through it before the rain gets here. Um, so, uh, I'm, I'm rooting for that. Uh, and then of course our lady Vols are playing today at one o'clock. They won their opener for the NCAA tournament last night. Um, we faced North Kentucky, uh, and today we will face the university of Indiana. Um, they uh boy they played a pretty good pretty good game yesterday we were uh, was able to enjoy that and take that in in the beautiful sunshine unlike today so hey if you're out and about today just remember there is a good chance that you may get a little liquid sunshine coming down on us today so let's not forget today is national river cleanup day uh adopt a river mile uh, adopt a storm drain there are many ways that you can get involved to help Keep the Tennessee River Beautiful organization. All right, there is also a boatload of other things going on today. We have the 6th Annual Beaver Creek Flotilla puts in at the Powell Landing behind Powell High School and gets out in Carnes at Roy Arthur Park. Gates are currently open now, and the float starts at 9.30. The Outdoor Knoxville Adventure Center is hosting a sunset paddle down the Tennessee River tonight at 7 o'clock. And if you wanted to do either of these events, but you don't feel quite up to it yet, the American Canoe Association is teaching Kayaking 101 classes all day today at Seven Islands starting at 10 o'clock. For more information on all the events happening around town today, go to visitknoxville.com. That's visitknoxville.com. We're continuing our conversation on all the fun things that you and your family can do once the kids are out of school. And if you're lucky enough to be like me and live in Loudoun County, your kids are already out. <laughs> For the second hour of Around the House, we have pulled out the big guns. There is no one more influential to the success of tourism and special events in Knoxville than this particular woman right here. Here to fill us in on a full slate of summer fun around town is the president of Visit Knoxville, Kim Bumpus. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So, you know, I joked about it when you got here, but I'm just telling you, I, I mean, there's so much happening going on. I ought to just hand the microphone off to you and just <laughs> call it a day. But uh, let me tell you, if you're listening right now, uh, you can get all this information at visitknoxville.com. But if you're old school, get your pen, get your paper, and get ready because there is a lot happening. So, Kim, how are you today? I'm doing good. You know, we, uh, we're we coming off a slew of events, and now we're getting ready to go into the summer event. So I'm just excited. It's here, and it's time. There's always a slew of events with you guys. There really is. Uh, and, and I just want to say this. Thank you. 
Thank you so much because you make it so easy for individuals to go to one place to essentially figure out and find out what in the heck is happening around this beautiful town we call Knoxville. Well, I appreciate that. And we try to we try to do our best, but it is a lot of events, so it's constant management for sure. Absolutely. So speaking of events, World's Fair 40th celebration is on May 21st, so that's tomorrow. Tell us about it. Definitely. So really the 40th was last year. So, but we do have a lot going on. So we have the uh, Visit Knoxville Open that we're getting ready for right now. And um, so that's exciting. It kicks off uh, with the Pro-Ams on Monday. And then tournament play is Thursday through Sunday of next week. So that's uh, May the 25th, I believe, is Thursday. And people can get passes for the tournament at Holston Hills, which is super, super awesome. Uh, Visit Knoxville kind of partnered up with the PGA to take over the branding opportunities and the exposure of the Knoxville Open a few years ago. So we're really excited about it. Ten bucks. Super, super uh, economical for a day pass, $25 for the whole weekend. There's going to be like CJ's Tacos, Oakwood Barbecue, and you can really know before you go and see it all at visitknoxvilleopen.com. Awesome. So what else do we have coming up? I mean, like I said, I know you've got, there's absolutely just a list. I mean, you could probably spend an hour just poking around on the website. Uh, and, and I'm just going to say again, I'm going to, I'm going to brag about your website because it is broke down into ways that you can simply find things that, well, quite frankly, you're interested in. Um, things are broke out based on different types of events, theater, community events, festivals, uh, all sorts of different, uh, ways to make it simple and easy for you to find what's going to fit you and your family best um, for, well, quite frankly, months to come. 100%. So our website is really designed for both visitors and Knoxvillians, which I think is what makes it awesome. And we also have probably the most comprehensive event calendar. So you really can get on there and know before you go, plan your whole day, your whole weekend, everything. And speaking of weekend, since we kind of talked about the weather today, today is the kickoff of Dogwood Art Southern Skies. Tickets are still available. I think by the time the music starts, the rain will have come and gone. They are also playing music all day tomorrow, which looks to be quite beautiful. You have the Children's Festival of Reading happening right now, the Water Lantern Festival, which is quite as just as interesting as it sounds. So, And then you also have open streets this weekend on Sunday, which is, again, weather looks to be perfect. So um, that's uh, exciting. I actually, oh, I misspoke. Don't anyone run out to go to open streets. Open streets is actually weekend of the first weekend in June, partnered up with Bike Boat Brew and Bark. But we'll get to that. So I, I literally just... <laughs> fast track through the entire VK Open. So, sorry to Voodoo Mind Trick everyone on that one, but there is a lot going on uh, this weekend, which is exciting. And then, like I said, the VK Open is getting ready to happen. I kind of did those highlights. And then, 
We literally go through the VK Open. We have Memorial Day, which is on Monday, which everyone will be excited to kind of mm-hmm. take a breath. But we go right into Bike Boat Brew and Bark, which is an amazing community-driven event for both visitors and Knoxvillians. So tell us a little bit about that event. What what can we expect um, at, from that event? And for those like me who have never been to the event, what, yeah. what is it all about and what can we expect from that? Well, I think what's really cool about this event is we created it. It's been around quite a long time, like pre-COVID, which is kind of a weird uh, way to define time. But it is how we do it sometimes. It's, it is the new standard. It is. It's it? pre-COVID. So we developed Bike, Boat, Brew, and Bark in partnership with an event we used to have that we don't have anymore But this is about highlighting every one of those words, bike, boat, brew, and bark, and what those words mean to Knoxville, Tennessee. So we've really honed in on that first Saturday in June each year, and we run this event from 10 to 3, and there's all kinds of cool stuff that we kind of tell you the story of how bike-friendly what the river in today is National Cleanup Day, so that also ties in what the waterways mean to Knoxville, how much microbreweries mean to tourism in general, and then how pet-friendly are, which we define it with the word bark. There you go. Awesome. Well, hey, we're going to take a short break, and then we're going to come back and tell you about what else you can do for the next, well, next couple of months to come. Here with Kim Bumpus from uh, visitknoxville.com. We'll be right back here on Around the House on News Talk 98.7 WOKI. Welcome back to Around the House. I am Scott Brokamp from his security and technology. And, uh, well, if you wanted to take a step back from technology and just enjoy people and life, I have the uh, best source for you to find out what's going on. And that is Kim Bumpus from Visit Knoxville in the house this morning trying to keep me in line. Uh, not working real good, but hey, we're going to give it a shot. So, uh, right before we left for the break, um, we were talking about the bike, boat, brew, and bark event that is coming up. Uh, and that is, that is a huge event with so much to know. So, we're going to keep talking about it because it's a free event. And, well, quite frankly, it reaches a lot of different, um, I guess, just a lot of different groups of people that maybe you wouldn't think about coming together so much right Uh, definitely and i think it's kind of awesome because it's a perfect way if you are a knoxvillian or if you have family in town that doesn't really know what knoxville's all about this event really gives you a wide range of opportunity and like i said it is all free we are set up and headquartered at the knoxville adventure collective which Quite honestly, people in West Knoxville, if you do not come downtown, you might not know where that is, but it's right by Roos Chris, and it's a great opportunity to really be able to engage with all of the outdoor activities and offerings we have as a destination. So we're set up in that parking lot, and we have booths, and we have all these ways that you can learn about the words, like I said, bike, boat, brew, and bark. There's also all these walks. So you've got to go on the website at bike, 
boatbrewbark.com. I know that's a mouthful, but <laughs> I'm going to go slow. Boatbrewbark.com. The crazy part is I can say it really fast, but a lot of people get uh, whipper jawed with all of that. Yes, that's my word. It's trademark. You're welcome. Um, happy day. Whipper jawed. Yeah, whipper jawed. remember that one. So that's a good that's a good word. So there's all these walks, but you do have to sign up for them. So if you want to do the river walk with Jack Neely and learn about all the history of Knoxville, there's a downtown walk with Alan Sims, which a lot of us know as Urban Guy. He is a great resource for information about all things Knoxville. We have another walk with Carol Evans with Legacy parks then if brew is more your word we have brewery slow rides and this year we really learned a lot from last year we're going to start and finish everything at the knoxville outdoor collective in that parking lot so interesting yes you'll meet there you'll go on your slow ride to the breweries learn a little bit about what each brewery's doing what beers they're kind of serving up for the season Probably do a little taste testing, nothing crazy, <laughs> so that you can brewery slow ride back to your destination, which is where we are. Uh, so that's exciting. Um, we also have some other new things this time. I mean, we have the Bike Walk Knoxville guided bike rides to Sutry Landing Park and the UT Gardens, which are quite beautiful this time of year. So that's exciting. Uh, we just talked about this. We also have a river cleanup with Keep Tennessee River Beautiful. So uh, that's a super fun tie-in for what today's all about. And again, that will be happening on June 3rd. So go to the website to learn more. And then I'm really kind of hitting it, but uh, there's also other stuff. I mean, we have a partnership with Freedom Boat Club now, and they're going to have cruises. And that's a whole interesting concept that if you're not familiar mm-hmm. with, you really should look it up on the website and see but that's kind of like a membership where you can go all over the country in places where freedom boats exist and be able to have access to to boat use which is really kind of cool that and that's really it's a great kind of interesting concept by the way all in itself so um that is amazing all right so i i do want to i want to back up just a minute i do want to ask um uh, about the knoxville water lantern festival Yes. Um, uh, again, I am. Uh, look, I've got I got a couple kids that keep me busy and active, <laughs> so I don't get to do much of uh, all this stuff between sports and other activities that goes on in our world. But it sounds amazing. Um, uh, it's really cool. How how long has this been going on? You know, it's just a couple of years old. I mean, and it's at Chilhowee Park, which mm-hmm. is also such a fantastic venue for knoxville and knox county that a lot of people maybe don't know about or haven't gone to an event out there we are just coming off the national street ride association which has been here for 49 years and they utilize chilhowee park but so does the water lantern festival and it's actually it is tonight from 5 30 to 9 30 and it is where you see all the floating lanterns and Mm -hmm. if Every anyone's ever complained about you know the ponds at Chilhowee Park. This is a great use for those ponds, and it is absolutely beautiful if you haven't seen it. And you can see some pictures of it at WaterLanternFestival.com, mm-hmm. and that's also where you can purchase your tickets. Yeah, it, that is beautiful. Um, it, it just—I mean, I looked at some of the pictures, and it's just—it's really neat. 
Oh, it's so cool. It really, really is cool. And there's nothing, uh, if you haven't gone to other Water and Lantern festivals, there's nothing quite like it, is what I was getting ready to say. So yeah. something really neat to check out. And then one other thing I think for this weekend is if you have a family, like you said, and you have kids and you're really wanting to engage them in an activity, I encourage you to go today to the Children's Festival of Reading. It's from 10 to 3 at World's Fair Park, right near Southern Skies. So you literally could go to the Children's Festival of Reading, you know, let the kids get all their energy out, get a few books, maybe take the kids back home with a babysitter, come back out for a little date night (laughs) with some music at Southern Skies. However, Southern Skies is also kid-friendly, so great way to spend the day with this weekend. Yeah, always always a lot going on here, uh, especially this time of year with, um, you know, making that transition into summer schools out um just i mean let's face it this is a great place to stop for many of these events that some of them are obviously just traveling around the country to do these events uh in multiple places and and we are uh, we are so lucky to be where we're at right i know that just knowing some of the music stops that are able to swing in here just because they're passing by. Oh, 100%. I mean, we're on the map as a premier getaway destination, and every single event, every single experience that I'm talking about is one way to tell the story of why you should visit Knoxville. So, And that's 100% primarily what we're doing at Mm -hmm. Visit Knoxville, but that also enhances everything that we have as Knoxvillians and what we get to do and what we get to experience, which is super cool and fun, and, you know, I just love it. I know, right? I mean, how awesome is it? We get to experience all this stuff every day. I know. know? We do. It just doesn't get really any better than that. So, hey, we're going to take a quick break here on Around the House, and we will be right back continuing to talk with Kim Bumpus and learn about what else is going on here in our beautiful area. Step out your back door and enjoy an amazing event this weekend or for those weekends to come throughout this summer. Again, we'll be right back here on Around the House on News Talk 98.7 WOKI. Welcome back to Around the House. I hope you're enjoying this beautiful, pleasant day out this morning. I will tell you this much. When I stepped out the door, it was just nice, calm, and peaceful and comfortable. Yes. That's what I like. So beautiful. Just comfortable. Even though it's it smelled like rain, you know, I know it's coming, but hey, you just... I, I just love being able to get up in the morning and just go outside and it just be when you walk out there and you take a deep breath, it's refreshing. And I love that. Uh, And I'm sure you do too. That's what so many people love about East Tennessee, right? Oh, I love it. I mean, one time I went um, on 
the Weather Channel and did like a Zoom interview about us making the list for like the number one destination not to go to if you have bad allergies. <laughs> so the way I spun it was I was like, yeah, but there's a price for beauty. So, you That's know, right. I would rather be one of the most beautiful places that kicks up pollen than to be super dry and no pollen. So, but it is, uh, it's beautiful out there. We had a great morning yesterday too walk in uh, some outreach for USA Cycling, which I know we're going to talk about here in a few, but it's just, it's awesome out there. The uh, I, I will tell you, I, I never experienced pollen like, you know, what we have here, uh, but it's not just here, by the way. So my first experience with seeing pollen laying on the street and on vehicles, I, I flew into uh, Raleigh, North Carolina, and here I had never experienced it. And I was blown away. I'm like, I said to a guy, I said, what in the world happened here? He's like, what do you mean? I said, what is all this stuff on everything? He's like, what do you mean? That's pollen. I'm like, no. Nah. He's like, yeah. <laughs> it is. Well, okay. It's so, that yellow stuff that's sitting right in my throat right now yeah. that I keep like not letting out. Right. It just don't go away. <laughs> but you know what? Un. Uh, the difference between Raleigh and us is, well, they don't have the beauty that we have. Exactly. So Hello. <laughs> they come here to visit our beauty uh, through all that. So, anyway, yeah, I thought that was it was just kind of interesting. So, um, I, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna say it the easy way, Kim. So, <laughs> the four Bs. Yes. The four Bs is is an amazing <clears throat> event. And and again, we've talked about it, and we're going to keep talking about it because there are so many feeders that come off of this event it really is and i think that's what makes it an important event for visit knoxville because it really supports a lot of our stakeholders of tourism so james white fort blunt mansion roost chris knoxville outdoor collective the women's basketball hall of fame everyone really engages with the event so what I think is so cool is that if you're listening from 10 to 3 on that Saturday, James White's Fort is free. Blunt Mansion is free. The Women's Basketball Hall of Fame is free. We also have all of the guided stuff and the brewery rides that I've already mentioned. But Roos Chris is open that day from 11 to 2 doing happy hour pricings for burgers and beer to go mm. along with bike boat brew and bark so that's super fun and if you haven't had a hamburger from roost chris you've been mm. missing out it's super delish and we also have some other things we have partnerships with uh, parks and rec and they're gonna have like yoga classes which Ooh. last year uh i was like what what are we doing but then when i saw all the people that came out on a beautiful day to do yoga it was quite awesome um i personally don't bend like that so i can't do yoga but that's I, why you need to do yoga. I, obviously but i think i think this the ship's already sailed on me so and then volunteer landing marina is gonna have pontoon boat uh shuttles back and forth from our footprint to Sutri Landing. So if oh, people wow. haven't ever really seen Sutri or even gone over and experienced some of the things you can in South Knoxville, this is a great day to do that because there's awesome shopping and restaurants on that side of the river as well that people don't realize. So super cool event. 
I encourage everyone to check it out. Like I said, go to bikeboatbrewbark.com. Sign up for the slow rides. Sign up for the walking because they do feel. And then once they're full, they're done. Mm. And that's how we kind of run the day. And we are looking at this event and seeing how we can grow it since, you know, that first weekend in June is usually a fairly open weekend for us to get adventurous with events. Yeah. Well, and it just, uh, again, I mean, the the way that you guys kind of incorporate this event with so many different things around town is just simply awesome uh, all in itself. But it, uh, again, I, you know, it, it's, it's just, it, it's such a beautiful way for us, for people to come together and, and enjoy our natural landscape. It really is. And, you know, last year, uh, you know, I came on here this uh, show to talk about this event, but it was day of. And so crazy enough, there were people listening to the show that were from in from out of town. And they just kind of talk radio is what they do when they go to communities. And they learned about the event on this show and showed up at the footprint, which I thought was pretty awesome. They were like from Indiana. And so it was a great way to tell them the story of why you should visit Knoxville in the future, which is a big thing for us because, People come to Knoxville typically and they say there's so much to do here that they need to come back because they couldn't do everything. And that's a cool thing. Yeah. I I mean, it is. It is such an amazing venue here, right? Oh, it is. I mean, and we hear it in in so many different aspects. I know that we have um, a part of my state association for um, alarm companies. One of the things that we, we have a convention every year and usually one of our biggest draws is when we have our convention here and of course you know we're normally out in the smoky mountains because that's what everybody loves uh especially from the other side of tennessee (laughs) but it is so cool just to see when people come here when we have different events sporting events like right now right we're hosting the regionals for softball lady vols yep and i'm going to tell you what there are a lot of people here in town and them folks from the Hoosiers, <laughs> I, I mean, look, they they had a huge section at the game yesterday. And and just like you said, anytime there are events that come in, uh, sporting events or other events that come to town, people want to come to this one. Right? Yes. They want to come to our area. So they're circling on their calendars. Okay, I'm going to participate in this type of whether it's cycling, whether it's uh, marathons, whether it's a sporting event, whether it's uh, a, a musical event, there's so many different ones, and they're earmarking them. They're going, I'm going to that one. Definitely. And I think that says a lot about our community because one of the other big feedbacks we get is just how nice everyone is. And so they're like, oh my gosh, I come here and everyone is so nice. And we see this from sports to conventions to the film projects that we recruit to everything. And I think that's super cool. And speaking of sports, this is the last year for Knoxville to be able to really engage, participate, see, pay homage to the USA Cycling Pro Road National Championships. Mm. And so we've had this event for seven years, so it's a very, very bittersweet thing for me because they feel like an extension of Visit Knoxville and our family. But that's June 22nd through the 25th, 
And it's, you know, it's not goodbye forever, but it is going to be farewell for a while because we're building the new multipurpose stadium. We're doing a lot in Knoxville from a construction and development aspect. And that's put a pinch on the event. But the also the event's been here for one of the longest runs it's ever done. And so it's time for us to say, okay, it's okay for you to go somewhere else. See how not as awesome it is there as it is here and then come back in a few years so we're excited about that right yeah you know i mean there's no doubt it's coming back oh yeah they they're our family they love knoxville and knoxville embraces cycling you mentioned it in some of your comments and it's a big deal and this event will run this year same as it did the last couple of years that thursday june 22nd will be in oak ridge uh, we'll be doing the time trials. That's a great partnership that we've had with Oak Ridge. We literally just walked all the neighborhoods yesterday because there's a big impact to the community over there, but also a big celebration by Oak Ridge uh, partnering with Knoxville to support this event for all these years. Melton Hill Lake is beautiful. So if people haven't visited Oak Ridge, you're missing out. Also, you need to get out there, come out, check out the time trials. Last time to do it. Then Friday, we move back downtown, and we have what's called NASCAR on a bike with the Criterium. So that will be super exciting. Uh, Saturday, we will be at Olympic Day at Safety City. So all families, 12 to 2, if you don't get to see Safety City, it doesn't open on Saturdays very often. It'll be open that day. And then Sunday is the the big Pro Road National Race. Starts with women, ends with men. All over downtown. Super awesome. Check it all out at usacyclenox.com. You can still volunteer to be a course marshal, which is also a super cool way to see the race. Yeah, yeah. Hey, look, I always need some volunteers to pull off all these amazing oh, things. 100%. How many miles is is that race? Do you know? It is a lot. Um, I, I know I, that. Yeah, I know. We would we would have to pull that up on the website. I should know that off the top of my head, but the reason I don't is because we did change it a little bit because they have to do more laps because we redid the route. So it's like I think it's over a hundred miles is the road race for the men, and it's a little shorter for the women. But they have to go up. If anyone's ever been in South Knoxville, Sherrod Road. Uh. I encourage you just to go see that hill. These cyclists ride up that hill like six times and come down it going about 100 miles an hour. So I've been in one of the cars because it has a huge, huge entourage of cars that go to protect the cyclists. And it is really, really different. And, you know... All the people that shared, if you're listening, y'all have the best parties I've ever seen in the history of cycling. So keep it up. This is the last year. We really need to send them off in a really positive, awesome way. Yeah, that'd be great. Well, I can tell you this. I, uh, uh, not recently, as you can probably, if you could see me, you would understand that statement. (laughs) Uh, But in past, uh, have done several sprint triathlons. And one that I always loved to do was down at UT campus. And, you know, seven miles of biking, not not hundreds, but just seven. Uh, But some of the hills just up and down around campus, right? I know how difficult it is. There are, biking is huge in our area. And uh, I, I just got to say hats off to every single one of you 
because man, the hills that we have around here, it is just crazy to to watch how they're able to just they just come up that thing like it's nothing. You know, they are pure, pure muscle. I've never seen anything like it. But yeah, our hills, if you want to challenge yourself and get in shape, just start tackling a hill a day. (laughs) There's plenty to go around. There is. Uh, We are going to come back and uh, continue to talk with Kim from Visit Knoxville. And uh, we're going to we're going to focus a little bit about what's going on just this weekend. Uh, Rain or shine, or maybe you need to get indoors. We'll find you a way to have an amazing weekend and enjoy our beautiful area here in East Tennessee and Knoxville. Thanks for listening. We'll be right back here on Around the House a News Talk 98.7 WOKI. Welcome back to Around the House. Hope you're having a beautiful morning this morning. I know I am. Visiting here with Kim Bumpus from Visit Knoxville. Hey, we, uh, we've we got Robert here on the line who's got a quick question for us. Hey, Robert, sorry to keep you waiting, buddy. How are you doing this morning? Good morning. I'm glad to hear your program. Enjoy it. Well, thank you. Uh, yeah. Well, I've got a couple questions, real quick ones, and uh, it'll be easy answers, I'm sure. First of all, me and my family, I'm looking for a when are there swimming pools and where are there swimming pools locally that you can take your family to and enjoy? Yeah, so I wanted to know, you know, yeah, I wanted to know that. Plus, uh, we've been having trouble finding a park that you have grills at to go out and grill. There used to be one down in West Knoxville, but they took all the grills out. Huh. <laughs> well. Um, I do know, I think McPhee Park out in Farragut still has grills. Um, and okay. that's a good one to check. Uh, but you know, most of them, I think nowadays, most of them with their grills, they do require uh, a reservation usually for most of those. Um, yes, but I can tell you an easy place to find out about public pools. Uh, if you just go to um, knoxvilletn.gov, that's the city of Knoxville uh, webpage, they have the local community pools that are available. Um, and then just depending on what part of town you're in, there are other right. resources. Um, I know there's a lot of splash pads and, and stuff like that around town as well. Uh, so probably your best source to find that information, Robert, is just to check out the, the parks and rec for whatever area you're looking in, whether it's in uh, the city of Knoxville or West Knoxville, Farragut area, Loudoun County, or the and surrounding Knox County counties. has parks and rec. It, yes, in Knox County's <clears throat> parks and rec. Um, that's probably going to be your best source. Great. One more. Uh, does she ever uh, promote a place? And they used to do curling. You remember that? There was curling. That's that little thing you slide. And you have to use a broom to, yep. you know, what's up about. Yeah, I definitely know I what you're for, talking about. <clears throat> yeah, we're looking for something like that too. Plus, I need something for a handicapped person, and that never really goes with the best things together. Well, and big band music. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> I hear you. You know, I would look at the ice chalet. Uh, sometimes has special activities that might, you know, fall in line. I'm not sure of the timing of it 
on when you're in town. Cool Sports also offers some cool opportunities there as well. So I'd I'd probably check those out. And if you're ever in town, you definitely need to go to the Coliseum and check out the Ice Bears, our hockey team. And they sometimes do some special curling activities now. I don't know if we can really participate in them, but we can sure watch them do it. Yeah, they'll watch them and check them out. Hey, Robert, thanks for calling us this morning, buddy. Uh, Thanks for listening, and we appreciate having you, and hopefully hopefully that'll get you going in the right direction. Uh, So, you know, one of the things that uh, uh, Kim mentioned about it before is that, you know, we have people in here from out of town, out of state, out of area, and they may be here today. Um, maybe they're going to go watch a softball team that there's a good potential it may get rained out. So I, I want to talk about what what's happening this weekend. Definitely, definitely. And I have to backtrack one step because I felt entirely guilty for having partnered with USA Cycling for that long and not being able to rattle off the miles of the race. So it's 115 miles for the men and 66 miles for the women is the road race on Sunday. So obviously you can imagine that takes a long time to run them. So lots of opportunity for you to come out and see it. Now, segue back to this weekend. (laughs) (laughs) We've kind of mentioned what's going on, but let's mention it again because I really think these are awesome, awesome things that can be before and after the game if that's what you're here for, if you're just visiting family, or if you're just visiting your own backyard called Knoxville. Mm -hmm. The Water Lantern Festival is tonight. You have the Children's Festival of Reading, and then you have Southern Skies. But I know when we say those words, you might not know what that means. So Southern Skies is at World's Fair Park on the performance line. It is a two-day homegrown music festival Mm -hmm. and they have got some great bands lined up and they have a band that a lot of people know here in town called the dirty governors and they are awesome so you need to go and then saint paul and broken bones is one of the headliners Mm -hmm. they're amazing music so go check out their website at southern skiesmusicfestival.com i know i'm giving everyone these big huge tongue twister uh (laughs) words today but it's saturday so that's what it's all about then also today 10 to 3 also at world's fair park but the other lawn so when you think about world's fair park you have a big performance lawn which is on the uh where they have the big concrete padding Mm -hmm. is probably a good way to describe it then you have what's called the festival lawn which is over by the splash uh, pad, which yeah. is not really a splash pad, but it's definitely the fountains that come out by the memorial mm. at the base of the brand new rebranded Marriott, which is exciting. That has a lot of maker stuff inside. So that's a, a destination in itself. But the festival of reading is something that the library puts on, Knox County Library Systems puts on every year. It's a free event. It celebrates books and imagination. It has music, storytelling, arts and crafts, food, live music also, but more kid-friendly live music. So super fun. You can look at their website. You can also just look at visitknoxville.com for more information. The Water Lantern Festival's also tonight, which we've kind of already talked about. And you can also, there's some other things 
things happening this weekend. So go to visitknoxville.com. Look at our event calendar, and it will segment it for you also. It'll say what's free, what's not free, what's a minimal investment. And then I also want to shout out that if you're at World's Fair Park and you don't scan the QR code to make a reservation to go into the Sun Sphere, you're also missing out. Since we opened the Sun Sphere back to everyone on February 22nd, 2022, we have welcomed over 67,000 visitors representing all 50 countries and our, all 50 states and 43 plus plus countries. So super exciting. Man, see, I told you when you got here, I just needed to hand you the microphone and just, I, I could have just went home. I mean, really, I, <laughs> no. Kim, you could have took this all by yourself. <laughs> hey, I hope that you have enjoyed today's show. Kim, thank you so much for joining me this morning. So if you want to know what's happening around town, go to visitnoxville.com. It can't get any easier than that, right? 100%. If you have missed part of today's show and want to listen again, there's a link to replay on my website. Just go to hissecurity.com and click on the ATH radio tab to find recordings of all our shows or go where you find your favorite podcast and just search for Around the House with Scott Brokamp. I want to thank my guests for being on the program today, Tony Campbell, the head man at Campbell's Pools and Spa and president of Visit Knoxville, Kim Bumpus. Have a topic or a guest that you would like to hear on the show? Send us an email email with your suggestions and comments to the house at his around the house is produced by news talk 98 7 with guest coordination services from b media savvy we'll be taking the memorial day weekend off so riley can take his granddad fishing if you didn't hear don steimer's last broadcast then tune in next saturday morning at seven when we'll replay a fantastic show featuring don dave folk and a cast of several others i'll be back with all new live shows after the holiday june is national homeownership ownership month you don't want to miss it We'll be looking at nearly every aspect of buying a home all month long. Until then, I hope you enjoy some quality time around the house.